Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. In this episode, we ask a question. Do push notifications even work? Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and most of the apps out there that focus on behavior change of any kind, really, they utilize push notifications to drive that change. The idea is that most of us struggle with being consistent in our change because we just forget because life gets complicated and and things pop up and it might just fall off of our plate. And so if we just get that little nudge, that little reminder, then that should be enough to get us over the hump. Now, as anyone who has used some of these apps knows, it can be helpful. Those reminders can have value. But it's likely not the holy grail of behavior change that so many of these apps seems to think that they are. Now, that doesn't mean that it doesn't work. That doesn't mean that it isn't valuable, as I just said. But is remembering really the only problem? For many of us, maybe. For others, it could also be lack of knowledge. It could be lack of confidence in ourselves. It could be lack of opportunity. It could be a societal issue that is completely outside of our control. And so push notifications really aren't going to do anything for us. So it can be helpful for some people. And one thing we need to really look at is, yes, it might be helpful in the short term. You want to do X and you forget. So a push notification helps you remember to do it. There's value in that. On a day-to-day basis, there is value in that. But does it work long term? Does it actually lead to building better habits? Does it actually lead to changing behavior over time? I'm not sure, but today's article looked into something similar. Essentially, the effects of text messages to drive changes in physical activity. And I have to say, it's not a direct comparison. It's not one-to-one. They didn't study specifically push notifications. But perhaps this idea of using tools to remind us and to drive the way that we view things 
maybe there's something there. Maybe it can shine some insight about whether or not we can actually rely on push notifications. So this should be interesting. But as always, before we jump into it, I want to take a moment to thank today's sponsors. Our sponsors are the reason we're able to do this podcast. So if you hear something you like, I highly encourage you to check them out. And if you'd rather not listen to the sponsors, I get it. I totally understand. Get this episode ad-free today when you join TLBC. Plus, just head over to tlbc.co slash join. So I'm going to say something that might shock you. I'm a little bit posh. Like, I really like nice things. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so I love a good cashmere sweater. I love a really cozy pillow top down comforter or like, you know, some really nice like soft towels. You know, you get out of the shower, especially this time of year, you get out of the shower, it's chilly. You've just been in the steam this whole time. Like there's nothing better than wrapping yourself up in some really soft towels or even a really, really comfortable bathrobe. And I just found out recently that a lot of this stuff, it's not even that expensive to make. Like they're high quality, but the price actually gets jacked up with all these middlemen in the process. So instead of paying the real price, you're actually paying the price plus markup after markup after markup for no real reason. That's where Quince comes in. Quince is high quality luxury essentials at radically lower prices. They're founded to challenge the existing idea that nice things should cost a lot. And they have a simple mission, create products of equal or greater quality than the leading luxury brands at a much lower price. And one thing I really love about them is that they focus on just the essential products you need with low design costs. Things like cashmere crews, super soft fleece pants, silk camis, down comforters, hotel quality sheets, leather crossbody bags, women's, men's, home, pretty much anything that you need, you can find there and you're going to find it for cheaper. And if you're not completely satisfied, Quince is going to give you a full 365 day refund. That is massive. And it just shows that customer satisfaction is their highest priority. So why not check them out? Quality shouldn't be a luxury. You deserve it. Try Quince today. And now there's a brand new offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. Get 10% off your first purchase of $100 or more when you use the code TINY10. Just go to onequince.com and use the code TINY10. You still get 365-day free returns, and many of their collections sell out quickly, so you're going to have to move fast on this. Go to onequince.com. That's onequince.com. And use the code TINY10. I also want to thank today's other sponsor, Green Chef. Listen, I'm a big, big fan of Green Chef. Seriously, they reached out to me last year and sent me a free box. And since then, I've reordered it like six times. It's an awesome experience and the food is always delicious. I don't think they've let me down a single time. So if you don't already know, Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company that makes eating well easy and affordable. Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy to follow recipes created by professional chefs, which are perfect for keto, paleo, plant powered diets, or even if you just want to eat in a more balanced way, no matter what a healthy lifestyle means for you, Green Chef has got you covered. And I know how important it is for you to lead a healthy lifestyle, something that is going to stick around and become a part of who you are. And with Green Chef, 
is easier than ever with satisfying home-cooked dinners and options that work around your lifestyle, not the other way around. Now, my personal favorite dish has got to be the Japanese vegetable fritters. They're super easy to make with broccoli, edamame rice, fritters, and a ginger sriracha aioli sauce. How fancy does that sound? It is delicious, trust me. Over the last year or so of staying indoors, Green Chef has honestly made an amazing date night with Rachel, so it is worth it. And now, Green Chef is actually owned by HelloFresh, which gives you a wider array of meals to choose from. So there's something for everyone. You can even switch between the two whenever you want to. So why not give the number one meal kit for eating well a shot? Go to greenchef.com slash tinyleaps100 and use the code tinyleaps100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash tinyleaps100 and use the code tinyleaps100 to get $100 off, including free shipping. So the article we want to look at today is titled Promoting Physical Activity Through Text Messages, The Impact of Attitude and Goal Priority messages. And it was authored by Tom St. Quentin, Ben Morris, Martin J. Barwood, and Mark Connor. Now, of course, I've got the link to the full article in the description of this episode. I recommend checking it out. It's actually really, really interesting how they went about it. So the idea, like I said in the title, is to figure out if you utilize text messaging to encourage people to improve their physical activity on a day-to-day basis, what effect does that have? And they're looking at it from two angles. First, can they affect people's sort of attitudes towards physical activity? Like, can they improve their attitudes? And can they help them better prioritize it as a goal? So they test these two sort of different messaging types, as well as, of course, like the control and all of that. And here's how they describe the goal. Quote, Physical activity is an important health behavior for young adults to undertake, and research has established participation in physical activity to be influenced by the attitude construct. Research has also identified a gap between intention and behavior, and the goal priority strategy has demonstrated success in strengthening the intention-behavior relationship. Despite this, as far as we are aware, No study has targeted participation in physical activity using text messages, manipulating attitude, and goal priority. Thus, the purpose of the study was to test the effectiveness of attitude and goal priority text messages in promoting students' participation in physical activity. End quote. So again, the idea is really straightforward. They want to see if we utilize these specific text messages, ones targeting attitude and improving people's attitude towards physical activity and ones targeting goal priority and helping people sort of strategize that, like which of these would have the bigger effect? Would they have any effect at all? What matters? How do we help people get more physically active? And this actually reminds me of there's this company. I don't know if they still do text messages now. It was called Shine Text and it was like a daily like, motivational, mental health friendly, like sort of positive mindset text that you got. I think they've maybe expanded into an app and a few other things now. But the original idea was actually very similar to this, right? Using text messaging as a way to change attitudes. If you get a text every day that is is positive, that helps you sort of reframe your day ahead, does that ultimately lead to improved attitudes towards the day? 
Now, I haven't seen a study on that specifically, but looking at Shine, the the company, they are very successful today. So I assume there is some value in this. I'm really curious what this study has to say. Okay, so here is a direct quote from the study itself, and then I'm going to summarize it. So, quote, text messages were distributed to participants using an online text messaging service, which enabled messages to be scheduled and sent automatically. All intervention conditions received a total of six messages that were sent on various days and at various times throughout the two-week intervention period. Regardless of the condition participants were allocated, the timing of receiving a message was the same for each condition. Message content was based on previous attempts to change attitude towards physical activity and the use of the goal priority strategy. And here's how they broke it down. So you had a group that would receive only texts that were focused on changing attitude towards physical activity. So this is your attitude only group. Then you'd have a group that just received goal priority texts. And so they specifically helped them prioritize physical activity in their lives and asked them to do that. Uh, Then you had a combination people who received attitude and goal as like a a combination, but still only six messages. And then finally, you had the control and these people still received texts, but it was more like general information about physical activity. So this is how they structured it. And here's what they found, quote, the study examined the effectiveness of attitude and goal priority SMS in changing key psychological mechanisms and physical activity. Attitude messages successfully influenced attitude, intention, and behavior, and changes in behavior were mediated by changes in attitude and intention, with attitude influencing intention. The study therefore supports the TPB's casual mechanisms through which interventions exert influence on behavior and suggests attitude to be a prominent driver of intention and subsequent physical activity behavior change. The study did not manage to manipulate goal priority. So just to summarize this here, basically the study found that the group who received attitude messages did change their attitude towards physical activity. And by changing their attitude, it did ultimately influence their behavior and they saw an increase in physical activity, which is a huge finding. Like that is massive. The idea, and we talk about this a lot, but seeing this proof, because I want to, you know, I I like zooming out, right? You you know, I, I look at these studies and they're about these specific things, but I love zooming out and starting to think, okay, well, what could this mean for the rest of our lives? This is massive because it means that attitude actually does play a huge role in whether or not we take certain behaviors. And you can use the word attitude, you can use the word mindset, you can use the word positivity, like you can use whatever words you want. But this study has just shown that the way we think about something, the way we view something has a big effect. If we want to take certain actions more consistently, something like physical activity, something like eating well, something like working out, something like saving money, whatever it is, having a better attitude towards it is incredibly valuable. And not only that, but it's possible to change our attitude towards it. It's possible through these sort of daily or not even daily, weekly text messages, through content, through information, 
through connecting with something that is specifically focused on changing attitude, it's possible to change that attitude around the thing that you're trying to do. That is massive. And if there's any big takeaway from this, just just from this, and and I'm going to dive into my sort of list of takeaways in a second, but if there's any huge takeaway just from this, I would recommend that you pick something in your life that you really want to do, that you've been struggling to do, and you start consuming content around it nonstop. You find podcasts, you find audiobooks, you find videos, you find articles, whatever it is you need, and you start consuming stuff specifically towards that thing. Obviously, stuff that has a positive view of it, obviously stuff that is going to support you and push you to do better in that area. Because we now know that attitudes can be changed. And if attitudes can be changed, it means behavior can be changed. And it might not be easy, but it's possible. That's massive. So let's get into my formal sort of takeaways here. What does this ultimately mean outside of the rant I just went on? So first of all, text message systems are really good at changing perception or attitude towards something. So getting a text about something in a positive light that is is engineered to help change attitude towards it can actually do something. Now, obviously, that's tough to recreate in our own lives, but even just finding another person and doing that for each other could have some value. Now, they aren't necessarily good at goal priority, meaning getting a text asking you to prioritize this thing isn't necessarily good. And I would say the same is probably true for push notifications. So this is why I started this episode with do they even work? Because a lot of the times what these push notifications are trying to do is get you to prioritize the thing you said you wanted to do. That doesn't seem, based on this study, that doesn't seem to actually work that well. So what are the alternatives? Well, changing attitudes seems to change behavior. So why can't we have those push notifications? Maybe we do the combination, but having them focus as much as they can on changing attitude more so than on driving behavior change or or goal priority for those behaviors. Now, that doesn't mean that there's no value in them. You know, according to this study, there's massive value in motivating us. There's massive value in changing an attitude. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to help us take long-term action and prioritize this thing and build it into our lives. That's the part that I think a lot of apps are missing. And for many of you who have used these in the past, it does feel really good in the beginning. It does get you to show up in the beginning. But we always fizzle out. And I think based on this study, it makes a lot more sense now. So how do you actually stick around? Well, in my opinion, the answer is accountability and commitment. And what that means for me is accountability from someone else, committing to someone else, getting outside of your own world and getting outside of your own head and taking the responsibility off of just your shoulders, splitting it with somebody else. That doesn't mean that they do it for you. That doesn't mean that they help you do it. But by getting them in your corner, getting them in your world and allowing them to peek into what it is you need to do and then committing to them to doing something on that, you get massive value. So what do we do next? How do we use this information? Well, the first thing is to use the notifications from your apps as a way to get yourself excited. 
if you're struggling to get out for your morning run, that's the habit you want or to do your meditation or whatever it is for you. If you're struggling to consistently do that, just setting a calendar reminder or an, a reminder on your phone to say, hey, do this isn't necessarily going to work. But if you pair that with some kind of positive message about that thing, some kind of attitude shift message about that thing, over time, you start to view it more positively. And according to this study, are more likely to take increased action with it. So utilize the reminder as a way to to push yourself in a more positive way towards that thing. Um, and then the next thing I'd say is to, uh, when you can, if you can, find a partner to do that thing with and hold you accountable. This can be friends. If you're connected with people who are similar in that way, this can be an online group. This can be your family. It can be your wife, your husband, whomever you need. You can even use your kids, honestly. Put them to work. But finding someone to hold you accountable to that thing, to ask you, hey, did you do that thing? There's massive value in that. And then finally, if you want to find that partner, if you're struggling, you don't have anybody around you that can hold you accountable, then that's what my new app is going to help you do. And you can learn more about that at tlbc.co slash beta. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. That's all I've got for you. Listen, it means the world to me that you show up, that you you listen, that you support the, the people who support this show. I, I just want to say thank you. I, I just want to really, really say thank you for, for being here. It means more than you could ever know. I want to encourage you, if you haven't already, to check out today's sponsors. Quince is a phenomenal platform for finding great, great, high-quality luxury items at super low prices. I encourage you to check them out. Head over to onequince.com and use the code TINY10. And of course, Green Chef. You guys know I love Green Chef. I think we just ordered a new one, actually. Like, I'm a huge, huge fan of Green Chef. I use Green Chef all the time, and I think you should do so as well. Head over to greenchef.com slash tinyleaps100 to learn more. Thank you again for being here. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.